feelings hurt or something, it can be very hard to shift those feelings into something different. But we can train ourselves, can give ourselves some space to make those transitions and to choose the feelings that we want to have in our life. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. On a scale of one to 10, I just want to know how motivated are you? One would be, I am not motivated at all. I have no ambition really don't want to put effort into anything. A five is like, sometimes it kind of comes and goes, but really when I start to actually get into something, it just drains me. And so I stop and it's kind of, kind of a roller coaster ride. And me at 10, Julie, I'm the energizer bunny. I am always motivated. I am always ready, 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 ready. Today, I'm going to share with you the top two things that your motivation is directly linked to. And I'm also going to give you three ways that you can create sustained motivation in your life. Powerful episode coming your way. Before we dive into that, I have a couple of things I'd love to share with you. First of all, it's more like an invitation. I want to invite you to the book club. The book club has been meeting since the pandemic. So we're going into like year number three, and it is just absolutely the best one hour of your life. We're going to be beginning the 12 week year as our next book on February 22nd. So you have time to pick the book up on audiobook is fine, audio or paper, either way, however you want to ingest is totally fine. But I want to invite you to that book club. There's a link in the show notes for you to register for our next book club. Again, it begins on February 22nd. We meet Wednesday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's like, still, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, one hour, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. It's been that way for years now. And lunchtime for you on the East Coast and still morning time for us West Coasters. But anyhow, I want to make sure that if you're looking for an area to grow and to actually get some practical things to implement into your life to help you catapult, this is actually directly linked to motivation, right? (laughs) So anyhow, that is a great way to do that. Again, link is in the show notes. And then I just want to invite you, Conscious Investor, you're important to me. I create this podcast to serve and support you in all of your endeavors towards personal freedom and financial freedom. So I would love to invite you to jump on a call with me. Maybe you're interested in performance coaching, or maybe you're interested in learning more about investing, or maybe you're trying to figure out what am I drawn to? I just want to say hi to Julie and see, like, get to know her a little bit. I love getting to know you. So down in the show notes, there are links for those type of calls as well. There's a link for like a 20 minute coaching discovery call. There's a link for investor discovery call. And then there's a link for just, hey, you want to pop on and talk for 20 minutes and get to know each other. That's great. You're important to me. And I love making those connections with you, conscious investor. So important for me. Okay. Hey, let's dive into motivation because this is so important and it's a game changer for our life. So let's just think about what is motivation. It is a reason for action. Like the root word in motivation, motive means a reason for action. And usually if we are not motivated, we simply don't feel that there is a reason that we need to take action. 
So maybe some of you who are like on that scale of one to 10, you were feeling like you were maybe a one to a five. Maybe that's a little bit firming or encouraging to you because it's really, maybe it's not you. Because a lot of times we'll put that on ourselves and we'll put layers of shame and all these other feelings that we don't need to feel. We just need to say like, huh, I don't have a reason for action. And now let's dive into like, how do we get that reason for action? Well, that reason for action comes as we gain clarity over the life we want to lead. And so taking time to visualize what is that ideal self that what does my ideal life look like? Well, what do I see for my relationships? What do I see for where I live? What do I see for how I generate income into my life? Really picturing every element. What contributions do I make? How do I carry myself? How do people respond? to me, taking time to really like visualize that. And now I say your ideal self, because if oftentimes, if I say future self, we just kind of naturally go to a geriatric version of ourselves. Like I've noticed this more often than not. If you say, oh, your future self, people picture themselves in their ideal location as an older person, right? I mean, for me, for some reason, I think like, oh, I could picture myself old lady with a blanket a sitting on a rocking chair and a blanket draped across my lap, reading a book on a porch, looking out to the mountains, right? So looking at our ideal self is not looking at our older version of ourselves. Our ideal self is uncorrelated to our age. And that right there is a really clear distinction that we all need to be aware of. Okay, so how do we do this? We have to have clarity, right? We just talked about that. We also need commitment, okay? When we have clarity, that combination, it's like an equation, clarity plus commitment equals motivation. When we get clear on what it is that we want to generate in our lives, and we are committed to seeing that through, our level of motivation will immediately start to raise, rise, excuse me. And one of the things that we want to do is we want to grow our level of self-awareness. And we also want to curate all of our mental habits that we have. So oftentimes we will waste a lot of time over worry over nonsense things that we have no control over. And we put so much of our mental bandwidth and our brain energy into these other things. And now we have depleted our brain capacity, our thinking capacity. And now we don't have time to think and to really grow all those things that we want in our life. So why do you think if it maybe in a more physical way, if you were to go and you were to run the track, the local field, and you just run, 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 and you're just absolutely exhausted and you don't even want to run the track, <laughs> but we're doing this for just a mental example. It's like having your brain go and run laps on this track and then now the thing you really want to do, maybe it's like you want to go dancing at night or you want to go hike into 14er with Julie and her friends. And now you're just exhausted physically. You're like, I just gave it all over there. I, I can't. Oh, man. But that's what most people are doing to their mental capacity right now. They're worrying maybe over how secure is my job. They're worrying over their relationships. They're worrying over the balloon that China has floating over Montana. They're worrying about what's going on in Ukraine. They're worrying about the next presidential election. They're worrying about is the currency going to change, right? Just like spending time stressing and worrying about all these elements, things that our relationships, we do have 
responsibility. We do have influence in our relationships, but these other elements that so many people spend their mental bandwidth on, they have zero control over. Okay. And so we have to use our mental capacity in a very clear and specific way. And so when we do have that clarity as to what the ideal self is, now we can start leaning into that in our mental capacity. Now I want to clear the air on something, all right? Motivation, some of you that maybe are generally less motivated may have been using this excuse of like, oh, well, it's just part of your gene pool. It's just part of your DNA and how you were created. And you can make a lot of excuses, right? And just kind of say, oh, it's just luck. You're just lucky. You know, that just comes easy for you. But I want you to know that motivation is not luck. Okay. And it's not a feeling. Now let's just talk about this feeling thing, because I think it's, I'm recording this in February, January at the gym and Steve and I've been working out for years. And so it's like, we see every year in January, you get the influx of people. And those are the people that are, they're feeling, they're feeling like, yeah, this is a year I'm going to get in shape. Their motivation is based off of a feeling. Okay. Motivation. It is not luck. It's not just something like surprise, you won the lottery. And it's not a feeling of like, those two things are going to lead to fizzled out motivation very quickly. Those aren't true motivation. Okay. And that motivation comes from, again, clarity and commitment and a conscious mental choice. Okay, so we're using our mind in a very intentional and purposeful way. We're committed to that. So for me personally, like I'm committed to not worrying. And I'm neighbors with Montana. That's not that far from me, really, in all reality, right? I'm choosing to not worry about so many of these elements that are taking place globally because I don't have control over them, but I am committed towards creating my ideal life and contributing to the world in a powerful way. It makes a diff, a huge difference. Okay. Now here are three things that we can do to immediately shift our level of motivation. First of all, th- this motivation stuff, it is not based on hopium. Okay. Hoping that something is going to happen. We have to have a true belief and an expectation that something is going to happen. So going back to the gym, oftentimes, and I've said this before in the podcast, and I apologize, it's kind of like the easy one to call out, but oftentimes we see people and they want to get in shape or they want to lose the weight or they might be kind of like I was feeling, how did I say it? I said, I was feeling squishy when I started 75 hard, right? Like I'm just feeling a little squishy. And I had other reasons why I was doing 75 hard. You could go back and listen to those episodes from last fall. But if we don't believe in something. Let me rephrase this another way. Whatever we believe will become reality. And that's why we see people that maybe go through even extreme measures. Maybe they even have some type of surgery that allows them to lose weight, but then it comes back. It's because there's not a deeper belief about themselves, right? Like in this case, it's like very much directly linked to identity. And so really important when we're talking about motivation that we need to have our identity in check. We also need to have so that we can truly believe in something. Okay. Like, no, I believe that I am capable of this with time and persistence and support and action and whatever it is that you need. Like, I can achieve this and I expect this to come about. So that is when we have low motivation, that's usually because 
we aren't really truly committed to this belief and we don't really expect it to happen. A lot of people will use past experiences as excuses to not expect things to happen. I used to be like this. It's like, I'll just do my best, but I don't know what to expect. I really don't have power over what the outcome is going to be. And I had to shift my own thinking on this. It's like, no, actually I have the ability to create these things and it can come about. So going back to why is it, and maybe this is something you want to like hop on and have a, maybe Working with me as a coach is going to help you overcome some of these different beliefs that you have that are deeper within you. I had to unwire. You know, I have a great family, had a good childhood, but I had to unwire some thinking that it wasn't necessarily put there by anybody else. It was just how I perceived myself and my place in the world. So definitely check in. We're not ever hoping we have belief and expectancy. Take time. One thing you can practically do to help this is actually visualize what is it that what is it you are trying to generate more of in your life. Visualize that taking place so that it is internalized. And the more that we see it and we believe it, it starts to take place in our life. It's pretty darn cool. The second element is that we have to give attention and effort to something. So this is where a lot of you are going to be like, okay, I get it. This is why it's not hope. It's not like we can be like, oh yeah, I visualized this and it's all going to come to reality. No, that's not how this works, right? So we actually have to give our mental attention consistently to something. And we also have to put in the sweat equity, all right? And that is our brain might be sweating. I've done a lot of brain sweat over the years. So we have to have this consistent mental attention. And the more consistent that we are with that attention mentally and practically in whatever effort for me, like podcasting or networking and going to events and spending time specifically with my family and like protecting that time, just being very diligent, right? Being very clear about these things is going to change life. As we are giving this attention, those of you who feel distracted on a regular basis, the more you give it attention, the things that you are trying to generate more of in your life, you are going to find that that attention, that focused attention is going to drive your distractions away. Some people wonder about my level of focus because I am fairly focused. And some people will even say, and maybe they have said to you that you are obsessive. (laughs) And guess what? I am obsessed. And that's not a bad thing. Obsession does not have to be bad, especially when you're creating something really great. My obsession leads to, I can hang out with my family and go snowboarding with them on Fridays when everyone else is in school and doing X, Y, and Z. We get the mountain and it's quiet and calm and wonderful, right? Like, because I'm obsessed, I'm able to create this life that I love, but it takes that mental attention, right? So, Additionally, just how we are hardwired as human beings, when we are actually putting in our effort, when we get that like sweat and toil, and that could be physically, I love being out on a mountain bike or something. And that's like, feels so great. It could be also mentally. 
Okay. Our brains do sweat, not literally. I don't know. Maybe they do. Look, I'm getting distracted. That's so funny. But all that to say is that those things, when we actually sweat and toil, it makes us feel alive. It's energizing. So don't run away from that. Be willing to do the work. Right. And so this is where going back to sometimes people, they might believe something's going to happen, but they don't have an expectation it's going to happen. And maybe that's correct for them because they're not willing to give it the attention and the effort necessary to bring it about. Success is for everyone and success being defined by pursuing a worthy goal. And so success is there for anyone that is willing So you just have to decide. You can have whatever you want. Are you willing to believe and expect it to come about? The final tip here to raise your level of motivation is to check your attitude and your environment. So our attitude is a conscious choice. Our feelings are a conscious choice that we can make. And I know it's hard. My daughter and I both talk about this from time to time because she and I can both get a little bit sour. And so we can relate to each other and, and say, like, it's so hard when you're in a funk or when you have your feelings hurt or something. It can be very hard to shift those feelings into something different. But we can train ourselves, we can give ourselves some space to make those transitions and to choose the feelings that we want to have in our life. Like our feelings don't have to be completely linked and correlated to the world around us and to the people around us. Like there are people that have been in concentration camps and in very horrific situations and still found the feelings of joy, happiness, contentment. So if you're not, check your feelings and consciously choose your feelings, consciously choose your attitude because attitude changes your outcome in life. Also choose who you are around. Are you around like genuine, positive people? Like if you're around genuine, positive people, they are more than likely really motivated people and they're going to help raise you up. So hang out, check who you're hanging around. We've talked about that on the podcast before. And recently Cameron Harold and I had a great conversation and he actually, he brought this up and he said on his vivid vision, sometimes I always look through and do I need to fire friends, right? That's okay. Maybe somebody, you, everybody's outgrown a situation. Okay. That's a okay. But you want to make sure that people you are hanging around, that you guys are creating a positive environment, that you guys are genuine and sincere with each other so that you can lift each other up. And finally, on this environment situation, check your environment. If your environment doesn't bring peace, joy, happiness to you, switch it up. Coincidentally, when I lived in California, I may have mentioned this on the show before, but when I lived in California and I was writing, I would choose a Starbucks location based on my energy level, based on my mental level. I was very, very specific. Now I don't have any options. So in this case, but I remember I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go the Briggs Moore Prescott Starbucks because I know the energy is going to be X, Y, or Z. I'm going to go out to the scenic Starbucks because that one is going to be X, Y, Z. But I always chose the location of where I was going to be situated for a few hours based upon my energy level and the energy that that specific location generally produced. And it had a direct correlation. So think about what is your space like? Do you like walking into your bedroom or is it cluttered? 
Is it dark and you want it to be bright and cheerful? Is it, or maybe you want it to be darker and so that it feels more calming to you, like taking care to create the environment that you enjoy stepping into, the environment that you enjoy living in and the environment that you enjoy working in. I know that I take time to ensure that my studio is kind of organized because I have to have space that's organized. But when I converted this little outbuilding into my studio, I was very intentional about, okay, well, what color am I? I'm going to paint these walls. They were wood before. I'm going to stain the ceiling. I'm going to put a pretty chandelier in here and I'm going to have some furniture and a comfortable chair because I need that. And I just really worked intentionally to create the space where it's welcoming and I want to come into this space and it helps with the creativity and the conversations and everything because of how I feel here. So choosing the people that we are around and choosing the environment that because we have so much choice over the environment, like so much choice over our surroundings. And so taking time to do that is going to amplify our motivation. All right. Dang, that's a lot. I hope that served you well. Remember, clarity and commitment are directly correlated with your level of motivation. Okay. And it is a mental choice. It's not luck. It's not a feeling. It's a mental choice with your commitment. Motivation is not this hopium. We can believe if we believe it and we expect it, we we will realize it like it will come about. Our attention and our effort are directly tied to our motivation as is our attitude and our environment. Chew on that. Let me know if you need any support in these areas. If you want to level up let me know. Reach out to me. The links are in the show notes. Conscious Investor, you are amazing. And everything that you want, it's within you for a reason and for a purpose. It's not just because you want it. There's a reason. Um, There's a reason you want to create art. There's a reason you want to exercise. There's a reason you want to establish a business or a reason you want to dive into relationships. Like These are good things. Okay. And you want to be motivated and ambitious and spending your time and energy in powerful ways. If this served you, if you know, please share it. You probably know somebody that would benefit from hearing this, if only to affirm them where they are already. So please take a moment, share this with somebody. And until next time, Conscious Investor, live big, love bigger, and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Where would your life be without content like this? help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms. And please tag me, Happy Julie Holly.